Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. in the biggest way possible, hanging out a bad city, broken in a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around with a bad out of bad day, bad law, bad dude, bad bread, bad attitude, bad vibe. We are live in the Verona Palatia right across the river and through the woods from where Granny stole my eight because she got a fresh handle of that JMO she's been working on for two days in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed drivers, some kind of fashion shake it up, should do that. I'm a friend to come around, that's a fudge party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, towns of tatter, my brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake out. We just had a um, show vote, like staff vote with Carver High Mafia, Joe Ranieri in South FLA with all that gorgeous hunk and hunk. And they voted that I should do more pressing of buttons on the equipment here that I've destroyed and ruined every single day that I've worked at sports grid. Every time I touch something, it breaks everything. Like here, let me fix this camera angle. Boom. The whole network goes down here. Let me fix the radio uh, frequency. Boom. Uh, We start hearing radio Russia. I, I am just bad luck when it comes to technology. Now, believe it or not, they have me handcuffed to this chair. Completely handcuffed. You won't see my hands for this first segment. Uh, it's birthday boy time. Kyle Turris, 31. Tim Tebow, 33. God bless Tim Tebow. Clay Buckholtz, my buddy, 36. He went to a party of mine once where six pro athletes got DUIs when they left the party. Uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, here we go. Mike Vrabel, 45. Juan Pierre, 43. Wayne Krabat, Mafia's boy, 47. Ed O'Bannon, 48. Ed Name, likeness, images, your boy Ed O'Bannon, Mark Loretta, 49, Magic Johnson, 61, and Rusty Wallace, 64. Happy birthday to you. All right, we're talking about the Blazers and Grizzlies play-in games this weekend. We'll hear from Dame. We'll hear from Ja. We'll hear from Devin Booker. We'll talk about the Spurs' historic run coming to an end after 22 seasons. Frank Vogel doesn't like what he sees in the Lakers in the bubble so far. The NBA playoff schedule has been released. We'll look at it. Brad Stevens is worried about Al Horford when they play the Sixers, the Celtics. 
the NBA and Players Association in serious talks about a bubble for non-qualifying teams. What a joke this is. Why let all those teams that didn't make the bubble have their own little bubble party and start playing basketball now so they can get, what, a run in? How ridiculous is this idea? It, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Bruce Arians on the show today. Greg Williams, the Jets D coordinator on the show today. Pete Carroll rips him. Russell Wilson says he's just hitting his prime. Cam Newton making a good first impression on Bill Belichick. Bears defense. Is it Super Bowl caliber in the Windy City? Jeff Okuda, I think he's going to be a huge success in Detroit. The Niners are going to sign Tavon Austin and J.J. Nelson. Five on-field refs and two replay officials opt out. Jimmy Johnson will not be in L.A. for the Fox Studio pregame and Fox shows for the NFL. He's not going to travel because of the COVID. Raiders fans suit China over the handling of the virus. Hey, good luck with that. What kind of a nimwit idea was that? Here, let's all get together and we'll file a civil lawsuit against China. What are they going to do with that uh, in China? Wipe their <laughs> with it. <laughs> That's what they're going to do with that lawsuit. Uh, Donovan Lewis will join us from the ticket in Dallas, our boy. He's great. And we'll get fan question plus Vegas wins in overtime over the Chicago Blackhawks. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Don't forget Sports Good Radio overnights for all in events, 1 a.m. Sports Radio, 3 a.m. Bagels Bad Beats, 5 a.m. SportsGoodRadio.com. You can watch us on YouTube. Just search Sports Good Radio. And we launch in San Diego, Southern California, and Los Angeles on Mightier 1090 on Monday. That's next Monday. That's Saturday, Sunday. Monday. Monday. We're taking over Southern California, so strap in out there. Get your surfboard waxed up, baby. And we like G-string bikinis. I just wanted to say that. Carolina evens the series with the Bruins. Tuga Raff says the games are boring. They don't feel like playoff games. No fans. Dallas blows the lead, but wins over Calgary. Going on right now. Colorado and Zona in the third period tied at twos. Montreal up two to nothing on the Flyers. Unbelievable in game two. Maybe they're doing it for their coach, Claude Julian, who had a stent put in his chest. He's back home now. Now it's three to nothing. Mookie Betts hit three home runs last night. Joe Kelly's rant is epic. We'll air it today. Hugh Darvish was incredible last night. We'll hear from David Ross, who drinks Jim Beam. Cardinals will return tomorrow after a 16-day layoff. Where they've been in the Caribbean, the COVID Caribbean. Indians pitcher Zach Plezak blames the media now for all of his problems. Here's another one of these guys blaming the media. How lame is that? Has that not gotten stale after all these years? Blame the media for your problems. Kevin Cash, we'll hear from him. DJ LeMayhew is the best Yankee player, bar none. The guy plays ball and hits for average, big time, hitting 430. And we got it all. Jordan Alvarez off the aisle for the Astros. They finally get a player back. Dodgers are opening up their stadium to make it a polling place for the election. Everybody's planning on getting rid of Donald Trump, and it's going to work. DeGrom scratched tonight. Bob Nightingale is on the show today from USA Today Talking Baseball. Mafia's epic UFC 252 picks. He hits more picks than anyone on earth when it comes to MMA. He's going to make you some money. We'll talk Andy Ruiz. He's not as much of a fat ass anymore. Benavidez misses weight for his fight Saturday, stripped of his WBC title no matter what. Pacquiao is going to run for president of the Philippines. I've been hearing that for 15 years. 
We're going to talk college football, golf, everything. You name it. Indy 5 on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Early line. I know I can the guys UCL have made moves with Kelly in the interim anyway, right? But are you cool with this? Is this now better in the Munich pro rating of it all? Barcelona it's still more than the Bayern zero. Munich has been yeah. beating their ass. It's yeah, and that's always going to be the story. 54 minutes in. That's a hard run. I mean, they were scoring out of the gate in this thing. Five minutes in, Mueller scored. Mueller has two goals for Bayern Munich in this game. They look phenomenal. The Sports Grid Network. And they are just rolling. Very dangerous team. They control that ball the entire match. I mean, Bark is barely touching the ball. That's how good Baron is. I think they're the best team in the world. Hands down, Lewandowski's a freak. He just scored a goal, but it was offside. I mean, they are passing it like the other team's not even there. I mean, it is unbelievable. And the goal that Barcelona scored was an own goal by Baron defender. Kicked it into his own net. An own goal. So the sports grid network absolutely shredding uh barcelona and we welcome in uh radio obviously all of our radio affiliates i already did that and i'm excited to do it again i'm trying to do it as much as possible now like every 10 minutes i'm gonna do it just so everyone's happy i want to make sure everybody's happy because if you don't listen to brawl events sports rage and bagels and bad beats i'm gonna come find you and i got out of the handcuffs too by the way you can see that i have my hands free and i'm ready to gouge your eye out all right, where are we going here, Carver High? Where are we starting? Why don't we start in the Fantasy NBA? Happy today. Friday, Scotty. How's a it going? Uh, let's do last night because there were some good ones in the yesterday. NBA. That's we the biggest one of the season. Bigger than Judge. Matchup. Bigger That's than going Stan. To take bigger than everybody tomorrow. else. The Blazers uh, and, had and to work a guy that very since hard, back, Scotty, there against the Nets. Uh, it came down for to me, the end. Uh, Harris LeVert had a chance. could not get it done for Brooklyn. Dame Lillard says every game in the bubble has been like a playoff game to them. Here's the winner, Dame. 
the Sports Grid Network. There's a lot riding on these games. So, you know, it's almost like every game that we've been playing our last three, four games has been like our season is on the line. So, once you get to the playoffs, obviously the urgency and the care is going to be there, but you're not going into it like, all right, if we lose this one game one, we're going home. So, I think it'll be a little bit Yeah, that's where I'm going directly from here, straight to the coast. The sports grid network. <laughs> he's going to the cold tub, baby. He's gonna go soak. Go soak in the cold tub. Yeah. I thought he said cold tub, so I'd rather have a sandwich. And, and listen, uh, that cold tub's no joke. If you listen, if you've ever sat in a freezing cold ice water, he's gonna finish top five this year, right? So ask yourself, hurry, Durant will get back in the cold bath. You go in there, but I freeze outside in that cold bath. You'll find out who your god is in a hurry. Now, before I get to their opponent, the Grizzlies, Scotty, I do have to ask, you know, they've worked very hard, the Blazers, to get to this point. Uh, they're gonna, they've got to beat the Grizzlies only once. Everybody wants this Lake-up match, uh, matchup really badly. Are they going to have enough left in the tank to play the Lakers? Yeah, I believe they will, actually. I don't even know what that means. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I, I play every day. And people say, oh, don't you need to rest? And I'm like, what? I, I just play ball. That's it. And I'm old. I'm washed up, but I play every day. I played Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I play tomorrow and Sunday, automatic, gassed. I have nothing left in the tank when I come home, but I go the next morning and bang it out again. The NBA players are the same way. All they know how to do their whole life is ball and run and play, and that's it. That's all they want to do. Don't think they have any other plans in life. I know they have families and kids and everything else, and Dame does rap you know, concerts and everything else. That's great, but what he really does is ball. Those guys will be ready. I'm worried about McCollum's back, but Gary Trent has to pick it up. That's all there is to it. They all have to. I think, you know, Jurgic has picked it up. Collins has picked it up. That whole team has picked it up. And I think they'll be ready to go. In fact, I don't see how the Grizzlies can beat them twice in a row. I know all these people are selling you that, that it's going to happen, that they're going to beat them two in a row. And all I have to say for that is my ass. Well, yes, the Grizzlies are going to have to beat them two in a row. John ja Moran says, we've been underdogs all year long, and that's not going to change on Saturday against the Blazers. Here's Ja. For Jager to be, what, 27th? Um, and now look at us. So, and, you know, being that underdog doesn't, you know, matter to us at all. Uh, we love being that underdog. Um, just actually, you know, motivation, fuel to the fire, and it just makes um, our success even better uh, coming in being an underdog. So. I think they'll lose Saturday. 
let alone Sunday. So if they lose, if they win on Saturday, let's say, and force a game uh, seven, if you will, on Sunday, which is what it is, uh, I still take the Blazers. I'm going to take Dame Lillard over John Morant six ways till Sunday, and I think most betters will too. Barca has scored. It's 4-2, by the way. Uh, The line is Portland minus six. Um, that's a big number in a game like this. I got to tell you, you got to have some stones to roll six, but, um, you know, I I like, I like Portland. It's that simple. Uh, they're a better team and uh, that Memphis team, I will never stop saying they can't do it without Jared Jackson. I know these other guys have to step up. I'm not buying Anderson and the rest of them against this uh, veteran-laden and absolutely dynamic Blazer team. In fact, not only do I think the Blazers are going to win that, I think the Blazers are going to give the Lakers a nightmare. Yeah, six is a big number for me tomorrow as well, Scotty, especially in a game where Memphis is going to be playing for their lives. Unfortunately, the other side of the coin last night for that eight seed was the Suns and the Spurs. They are out. The Suns go 8-0. In the bubble, Scotty, here's Devin Booker. You know, whether we get in or not at the time, this was before he was eliminated. He says, I'm happy with what's going on here. Here's Devin. I'm proud of this this group regardless. You could have a different approach to this bubble, to this opportunity, uh, but we didn't. We stayed locked in throughout, through the ups and downs. Um, we held each other accountable. Um, I think we just took tremendous strides in, in so many different ways. Um, other than just basketball, too, you know, just becoming closer as a unit, as a team. So, you know, great strides for us. Yeah, I think they're fantastic, and the future's definitely looking bright in the Valley. All I know is keep money, keep that team intact. They're young. They're fun. Uh, they got dynamic players. Uh, Devin Booker's an absolute freak. He is a pure goal scorer uh, at the rim, everywhere else. The guy just gets it done. He hits field goals from everywhere, downtown, inside, outside, mid-range. He does it all. He just finds the net, and that's it. And uh, Baron Munich just scored again. They score every couple minutes in this game, now 5-2. I mean, they're Pour it on, baby. Pour it on, Byron. Pour it on. And uh, historic uh, run put for the Spurs, Scotty. They had a playoff run of 22 straight years. That comes to an end for Greg Popovich and his crew for not making it, but a nice job by them. Let's get to Frank Vogel and the Lakers, Scotty. We've talked about it. That's been the Laker talk the last two weeks. Will they be ready for the playoffs? Well, here's Coach Vogel. He doesn't like what he's seen so far. Well, I wasn't really happy with how we played overall. Um, yeah, I think our guys are ready to, to get into that playoff environment. But, you know, there was, there was plenty of positives. It was good to see Taylor Horton Tucker play play big minutes. Uh, Marquis Morris got going a little bit. Deion Jr. to get a little more comfortable. So, uh, you know, LeBron was able to get in and get, in, get a little bit of rhythm so he, he doesn't have such a long layoff between games. Um, so there was plenty of positives from today. But we, we certainly need to play better than we did today. Uh, are you kidding me? Like, was that laughable? There were positives today. They got their ass worked by the Kings. They didn't even try. They rolled over and died like a dog in the mud. I don't want to hear it. They were terrible in Orlando, the Lakers. I'm not buying it. Yeah, and uh, didn't we hear LeBron the other day say no big deal, right? I mean, that's completely the opposite of what Vogel said there. LeBron says, we're going to be fine next week. Uh, I don't know what you guys are worried about. Speaking of next week, Scotty, we have the first round of the NBA playoffs. It starts on Monday. I give you first Monday's games. 1.30, Jazz Nuggets, 4 p.m. Eastern. Nets Raptors, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Sixers Celtics, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Mavs and the Clippers. That's a good way, Scotty, to get the NBA playoffs going on Monday. 
It's going to be incredible. We'll be live on Coast to Coast for uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn against Toronto. And then uh, when I'm on a bench uh, doing the radio show on Sports Group Radio, everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Uh, we'll have uh, most of that Mavs-Clippers game. So let's go. Let's dance. I think I have Tuesday's game ones for you as well. Do you want the Tuesday schedule? The other four series will begin oh. on Tuesday. Magic Bucks 130. Beating the Pacers at four, Thunder Rockets at six thirty, and the winner of the play-in game will face the Lakers prime time, nine p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night. Same thing, Heat Pacers during coast to coast, and then uh, you're going to get Blazers Lakers when uh, it's for all on a bench time. So wax up, tell your friends, and we'll be on in Lipstick City on Mightier Ten Ninety Two, so everyone in LA can get their rocks off with me there. It's just going to be fantastic. I can't wait. When we come back, I want to say something about. Can the Sixers play well with Horford in a bigger role? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Colorado just scored to make it 3-2 oh! with just under three minutes to go. They get the goal in front. It's 3-2 halves. Burakovsky <laughs> with the goal. That was a beautiful play. Uh, I got to ask you, uh, though, let's go back for a second to the Baron uh, Munchen. Honestly, uh, they are unbelievable. I have never seen... Ever, ever. I've never seen Barcelona get their ass beat like this by a team. Like, they are getting spun around like they're drunk. I mean, that team is passing them into, like, they're going to end up in a rubber room. They're getting beat so bad. <laughs> they are, Sky. That's crazy. And, and this is Champions League soccer. This is the best of the best. You see two one games. The fact that you're scoring five goals on Barcelona, that's unheard of. I see all these guys, you know, on the, on these forums. Oh, Barcelona locked today. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you, Bayern Munich, they're just a team. They can score and score and score. Remember, Scotty, when it was just horse racing, golf, and Bundesliga soccer? We got to watch a lot of these guys, and they just dummy teams. Four or five goals a game, and I know the German league, uh, uh, they, they score a lot of goals, but this team is doing it against the best of the best. Five goals, and we're not even close to being done this match yet. I think they win the whole thing. No one's beating that team. Yeah, no, I, originally, you know, I was talking Man City, but the way Bayern Munich's playing right now, I got to agree with you, Scotty. They're, they're the favorites. They've obviously looked the best out of all teams. And got to hand it to Mon the Montreal Canadiens too, buddy. Uh, you know, Claude Julien, he's going to be better, but Kirk Muller taking this team, you could tell they're playing for their coach. They are beating down the Flyers. Three to nothing as a dog in that game. What a start for Montreal. Yeah, I, listen, let's calm down with the uh, whole thing with his health. Like, uh, honestly, because... Uh, a stent's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, in reality, okay. I, got, I got 15 friends that have stents, and they keep your arteries open. That's all that matters. But they're acting like this guy had open-heart surgery the other day and that he was dying. That he's fine. The guy's going to be drinking beer watching the third period. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't had a stent yet, and I, I don't want one, buddy. But I'll tell you one thing: <laughs> I probably got I got a lot of Crisco floating around in there, Scotty. All the wings that I've plowed in my life. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I'm happy for Julian. It just seems like the players they're ready to play today. Maybe for the coach. Maybe hey, Kirk, they like Kirk Muller too. He's a he's a legend. So uh, good on the Canadians. They really came to play today. All right, uh, Cam, we'll see you next hour. Cam Stewart in Toronto, everybody. You can also catch him on Game Time Decisions. Uh, Carver High, I wanted to talk about that. Brad Stevens worried about Horford. They know that without Ben Simmons, Horford has to take his game and minutes to another level. 
Yeah, absolutely, uh, Brad Stevens. And they know Horford very well, being with the Celtics just last year, Scotty. So uh, that's going to be an interesting little storyline. These two teams do not like each other. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But uh, are you, do you give the Sixers any shot without Simmons to beat the Celtics, or is this going to be easy work for them? Well, I think the Celtics are the better team without Simmons on the floor. And if Horford and Harris and everyone, uh, you know, takes their game up five steps uh, and, you know, their minutes, uh, I think it's obvious that Horford has not been the same player in Philadelphia that he was in Boston. I don't know if he's capable of playing in a seven game series that many minutes and having the productivity that he had in his days in Boston, where he's given you, you know, 20 and 12 every single night, he's going to have to do that in this series for them to win. And Embiid is going to have to go, in my opinion, almost literally triple double every night. I mean, I know he can't pass like uh, anyone, you know, that's going to get a triple double, but his game has got to be there. He's going to have to do, uh, I think 30, 15 and five or six at least uh, every night and bead for them to have a chance at all because Boston has too much. And I mean, across the board, we talk about their four big scorers, but they also have bangers in Canner and Tice. You can make fun of Tice all you want. That guy is violent. And when he gives you six fouls, you leave with giant welts and bruises on your body. I mean, the guy is an absolute savage banger. He reminds me of Adams. And so does Canner. Uh, they're very physical. And when you go in there, there's no valet parking. It's self-park, son. Finally, from the NBA, Scotty, you said it earlier. I don't know what they're thinking about trying to put a bubble together for these teams that uh, haven't played or are out of it. Uh, you just just wait another couple of months. Like, you know, hey, listen, just, just wait honestly, for camp. Let's go. Just what are we doing? Honestly, here's the deal. Go to the park or something. Yeah, go to the park. Like... <laughs> you guys can all go to the park and meet up and, and play a little outdoor run for an hour and a half, two hours. Get all the teams together. Maybe they have a little round robin at the park. Maybe they could all meet at Rucker Park in New York City. Maybe they could meet on 4th Street. What is this? We're going to create a new bubble for the losers that don't deserve there to uh, begin with? Are, are you kidding me? This is the dumbest thing anyone said in the NBA in 10 years. Do you have any interest at all in these games tonight? Uh, you've got the Pacers right now up 16 to seven on the heat. Yes. You got the thunder and thunder and the Clippers uh, coming up at 6 40 PM Eastern. And then the Sixers and the Rockets tonight. That is the late game Rockets minus four and a half at FanDuel over the Sixers interest in those two tonight, Scott. I have interest in every single game being played in the world right now in every sport, because I bet on all of them. <laughs> 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 we'll see who I gets out there tonight know, for those squads. <laughs> I already hit the Raptors uh, on the money line and the spread. Uh, I took the heat, and I think the Clippers-Thunder game is going to be great. I, I got the Clippers on the money line. I'll take the uh, I'll take the six spot with the Thunder. I think they played really tough, and I'm going to middle that Rockets win with a six or cover on the other side. I got it at like four and a half. So I'm always looking down because I'm looking at my betting sheets on the floor near my stinky feet. Well, it's like you say, you got a lot going on. You have a lot going on. So you've got to have it all in front of you and know what is happening at all times. I do. Let's do some, N do. let's do some NFL really quickly here. Bruce Arians, of course, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is excited to watch Tom Brady throw footballs in practice. Here's Bruce Scotty. All right. Just playing fast, you know, um, looking like everybody else 
You know, he knows what he's doing, but now it's going to the speed of it's going to pick up for the first time for him. Um, so yeah, just seeing how he processes the information that he thinks he knows, and we'll find out what he does know and doesn't know, and um, at a at a much higher pace. And you know, we haven't gone against our defense, and we're very complicated defensively. So it'll be a real, it'll be a lot of fun for him. It's going to be fun for uh, Bruce to stand on the sideline and actually uh, have a great quarterback again at uh, his. Uh, whim. Bottom line is Brady runs the team. Bruce Arians runs the buffet table. It's hard, Scotty, to get Pete Carroll upset about something. Here is Jets defensive coordinator Greg Williams yesterday, maybe getting him upset. Here's Greg. You know, we're very multiple in how we do those things anyway. You know, we're not just a state, you know, what <laughs> Jamal may get bored there because they don't use their safety type things and all the different complexities of maybe this, um, maybe uh, not showing what they're doing as much as we do. Uh, what? We'll, we'll do still the same patterns of things. We'll still do a lot of the same exact things, uh, but we'll highlight the people we have here. Yeah, multiple uh, sets. How about multiple losses, multiple seasons of losses, multiple problems, multiple lousy players, multiple roster problems. I mean, are you kidding me? I understand that Greg's a really good defensive coordinator. Too bad he doesn't have any players. So I don't even want to hear it. Like the Jets, are you kidding me? Look at uh, Vandal, six and a half wins. You get six and a half wins, uh, your girlfriend's fat. Okay, there you go. So Pete Carroll wasn't happy with that soundbite by Greg Williams. He basically ripped Williams back. You know, don't talk about my team. Uh, So, uh, hey, you know, Carroll's right. Greg Williams should calm down, Scotty. Let's get to Russell Wilson now with the Seahawks. He says that he's just hitting his prime. Here is Russ. Everything that I do is purposeful, and it's not wasted moments, not wasted energy. Like I said earlier, when you have kids, you can't, you know, you really learn that and how to really process what it means to be great, how you watch film, how you study, how many hours, what's the setup like, how are you prepared, and how, how, how is your setup at home, are you, are you getting prepared because of the situation, you know, and just being forward thinking on every, every step of the way is part of the game. The other part of the game is just physically. I, I, feel, I feel great. You know, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm just hitting the beginning of my prime of my career, and I feel like I got a lot more ball to play, you know, 10, 15 more years to play. And, I, you know, for me, you know, I, want, I want my best years to be ahead of me. 10, 15 more years. <laughs> what world is he living in here? Bro, you're tripping. 15 more years. I mean, calm down, son. I mean, calm well, down. Well, now, Scotty, if Tom can do it, anybody could do it, right? I mean, Tom is going to play forever, so now Russell Wilson's going to play forever as well. You can give Russ a chance to do that. Uh, another yeah, sure. quarterback. Let's get – how about Cam Newton? He's made a good first impression on Bill Belichick. He's a hardworking kid is what Bill said. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot of that from Belichick with Cam Newton now, Scotty. Well, look, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what he is. He's 6'5 and 240, and he'll run you over, and I don't care what anybody says. The other guys have no chance against him. That's his job, and he couldn't lose it if he tried. If they brought that guy in and they started Stidham, like, now that'd be the biggest story of the year. It would really be the biggest story here. I want to talk about that Bears defense. Matt Quinn, Fuller, Gibson, uh, Jackson on the back end. 
I think uh, they are, uh, you know, pretty solid in Chicago defensively. I'm not worried about the Bears' defense. I'm worried about their offense. I'm worried about their quarterbacks. I'm worried about their passing game. I'm worried about their running game. I'm worried about their upfront blocking. But defensively, they are uh, very tough and very talented and very deep across the board from the uh, front to the middle to the back end. So they are dangerous, no doubt about it. I like the Bears' defense. The other day, we mentioned that the officials were going to be able to opt out. They'd get a big check, and they'd be able to keep their jobs. Well, seven of them did, Scotty. Five on field, and two of the replay officials could not go sit in the booth. They are going to opt out as well. Well, nice to get that check for 30 large, uh, and then to have your other job on the side. So I would have done it, too. We already discussed that. Jimmy Johnson won't be in the booth uh, when they do the studio shows in Lipstick City. Uh, He's worried about the COVID. And uh, we got a lot coming up. Donovan Lewis, Middays on the Ticket in Dallas is next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. So uh, Lewandowski just scored on a header. It's 6-2, Bairn. I got to tell you, the way they move the ball in the box, there's like five guys just torturing Barcelona. And they're all standing three, four feet apart like social distancing. And they're just kicking it back and forth to each other. And it's almost laughable watching it, how dominant they are. And it's embarrassing. I've never seen anything like it. They are kicking their teeth in, and that team is not losing to anyone. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. It's like watching the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life is watching them pass that soccer ball and head it in and kick it in. And I mean, they even kicked a goal into their own goal. They scored so many goals. One of the goals from Barca was an own goal. They score so much. They're kicking them into both goals. They got That team is sickening. Lewandowski, give them the balloon to yards. BS that they didn't give it out this year. Our boy, Donovan Lewis, is back from middays on the ticket in Dallas. How you doing, Donovan? Good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. I'm good, Scotty. How are you, man? Good to see you. My man, it's great having you on uh, Coast to Coast finally. We've had you on the bench so many times. It's good to have you on the TV side. Let's talk about Jerry first. I have to say... Explain to me, because you're around the whole thing a lot, and you're way more into it than I am in depth-wise. 
but he he's half nuts. What was that whole thing about grace the other day? Like I, I thought I was, I, it was just bizarre to me. I, it's like I, he's starting to go senile on me. What's happening there? You know what? He was playing both sides. I thought he was playing politician slash businessman trying to make sure that he's not going to make one side of any argument upset with him because he talked about the anthem and how we all know how he feels about that. He said it before, toeing the line, standing up. That's what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do. But there's no possible way he can make sure that that's going to be the case now with everything that's been going on. So he feels that there are going to be tons of fans in the state maybe up to 50% this year. So he doesn't want to upset the apple cart. That's exactly what it is. So he was saying a lot of words and basically speaking in circles and not really saying anything. He hadn't said anything in a long time. And we all were willing, like, where the heck is Jerry being? Why hasn't he said anything? And he came back with a vengeance. But it was a lot of words with not a lot of substance in it to me, man. Listen, when he uh, started talking about air conditioning systems and, and air filtration, and I was like, is Steven in the back of the room just going, oh, Jesus, Dad, come on. Let's go back out on the yacht. I thought I mean, my part that look on his face was like, what have I gotten myself into and wanted to take the hat and the shirt off and get the heck out of Dodge? He's like, I thought this was a good job. I Oh, but yeah, it's uh, we waited so long to see what the heck he was going to say. And he came back and it was kind of like, uh, seriously, Scotty, when I was listening to it, I was like, what the heck is he saying? Like, what's going on here? So it's typical, Jerry. Yes, we're used to it. So it maybe didn't make us go too crazy. But I know a lot of other people uh, listening to it that are not used to it said, what the heck was that? Right. So, uh, you know, I said on the show yesterday that when Dak was talking about, I want to be a cowboy for life. I don't doubt that, to be honest with you, because if you were smart, you'd realize that Jerry's team's worth almost six billion dollars. And when it comes to money, they don't have a money problem down in Texas, down in the big D. Like when I went there, which I love coming to Dallas. Right. Uh I go to this stadium. I, I thought literally when I was in that stadium, I thought I, I, I thought I was in heaven. I thought that's right. where heaven was. That, that, that was right. like the, 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 the pearly gates, St. Peter, the whole deal. When I walked into that Shangri-La, I was like, this is money right here. That's what this is. This is a spaceship in the middle of nowhere and it is money. And so if I were Dak, I'd be like, just stay here. Cause you know, that old man and his, his son are going to give him, give him the money at some point. One of these days getting that money. Sure. And, you know, we, we, you know, it's a salary cap and it's probably only so much they can pay him on the field. But if you're the quarterback, a successful quarterback of the most valuable franchise in the world, do you know that's going to pay off off the field? So, yeah, it will probably uh, make more money financial sense to stay here and kind of deal with some of the BS that goes with being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys than being the starting quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, you may make the same amount of money NFL-wise, but when you talk about endorsements and everything else that comes with it, you're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. That puts money in your pocket. Wasn't Austin there? What was the end of his run there like? Because I guess he's getting a gig with the Niners is what everybody's saying. Wasn't he playing down there for them? What happened to him in the end? Do you remember? Tavon? Yeah. 
Yeah, he. I don't. You know, everyone was excited when he was first coming down here because we really haven't had that speed guy like he was before. And we thought, man, there's a new toy in the toy box that you can use so many different ways in the backfield, in motion, on the inside, on the outside, and all that. And I just don't know what it was. I know some of it was injuries because he wasn't healthy when he first got here. But other than that, I guess I don't know if he just didn't click with Dak or they didn't know how to use him as far as Garrett and his offensive team went but it just didn't work out now watch he goes to san francisco or somewhere else and lights it up because of that speed and i just don't know if they used him or knew how to use him correctly down here was he a partier down there uh because uh you know frankly i seen him party in vegas and he was like i mean this guy was lit and i was thinking and i saw him with people and i can document it and i was thinking maybe he partied his way out of Dallas. Uh, whatever happened to the guy, the guy, he's invisible. He's not been in the NFL for a while. Right. No, no, it, no. It didn't come out like he was a real huge partier down here. That wasn't known or anything like that. You know, usually with everyone having an HD camera in their pockets, they'll take right. pictures and you'll see something. But we never saw anything about him just going out or kicking it too hard or anything like that. I think it was mainly injuries. But I guess the fit just wasn't right. And I never saw why that wouldn't be right because that dude has blazing speed and can do good things. And it just never materialized down here. So, uh, Donovan, the defense is loaded with names. Do they still got tread on the tires, some of these guys? Uh, no, that's the big money question right there, because when you look at that, you'll go, oh, my goodness, those names, they have something to prove. And usually that's a good thing for a team. If you have a lot of guys that are out there waiting or willing to prove themselves or looking for another contract or something like that. So, man, that's the million dollar question that everyone around here is on pins and needles, because if they do, then you have a pretty ferocious front and you haven't had that around here in a long time that can probably make up for some of the defense deficiencies in the uh, defensive backfield. So that's the money question. That's what everybody's willing and waiting to see because if those guys pan out and they still have some tread on those tires, this defense can be pretty good. I'm not going to tell anyone uh, because I'm a Steeler fan that I like uh, this team because I kind of do. Don't say anything to anybody, D, because I won't won't say a word. That's a seal. Because I think that receiving core is pretty good, D. I'm not going to say nothing, but I I think CD and that – you didn't hear that from me, but what's up with that? Uh, That receiving core is going to be sick. It is with uh, Gallup, who is emerging as a number one receiver. Everyone loves him around here. Amari Cooper getting his deal and knowing what he's done since he's been here. And then you add CD Lamb. Those – Three receivers are going to be on the field all the time, especially with McCarthy and uh, the way he can use weapons and what we've seen in the past in Green Bay. They are uh, those guys are looking to have three thousand yard receivers on this team, and they've come close around here, but uh, to having that, it hasn't. They haven't quite gotten it done. But I think with the way this thing is rolling out, they can have three one thousand yard receivers, and uh, that they can turn out to be pretty good if they stay healthy. Yeah, I think McCarthy walked into a great gig. I think he's going to win there. So did you go? uh, Have you been able to go with the COVID and everything to see the new ballpark? Have you gotten to go in it or like tour it or anything? What's the reviews like since no one's able to go to the games? What do you know about that badass new ballpark? I went last Saturday when they played the Angels. Sweet. 
they let a select number of media to go uh, and check it out, and I did. And it is beautiful. It? So we, it, it got kind of roasted a little bit on the outside because right. it kind of looked like a grill. But it's even beautiful <laughs> on the outside. Like, who cares what it looks like on the outside? As long as on the inside it has air conditioning first in Texas because it is hot as you know what outside right, right now. It is beautiful. I could just imagine 40,000 fans in there screaming their heads off. That place is going to rock because it feels way homier than the last ballpark and everybody's kind of on top of each other. And I love stadiums like that. It is, it's really, really nice. You've got to come check it out. I will five-star review from uh D Mitch. Hey, so tell me about uh, Doncic Cause he's such a pimp. I, I just can't get enough of watching him play. I was, I was playing ball this morning with a bunch of dudes and I, I said, they started talking about him and I said, the one thing that I like about him the most is, is the years that he spent at Madrid playing pro, like when he was 16 to 20, uh, playing with grown men, like no joke, black and blue bruising league in Europe. And that made a man out of him. And he's got that like he's got that body with that extra cushion on it. And he goes to body shots. He, he drives and gets contact. And then he's able to control his body and get the hand ones. He's so incredible with step backs, so incredible passing, but his use of his body is what turns me on that. I believe playing in Madrid made him that smart with his body to be so great in the NBA. He's not affected at all by physical play. Absolutely. He's way stronger than he looks. I think his rookie year, he looked a little doughy and didn't feel, didn't feel like he was quite strong enough to be able to handle to get to the basket and take all that contact. He looks a little leaner this year and he has the mentality of it's me against you and I'm going to win it every single time. But it's not selfish play because he's getting everybody else involved. He is the future around here. You want to talk about excitement. There hasn't been that much excitement this early about a player ever. Like, we all love Dirk. Dirk's the greatest. He has a street named after him down here. He brought the only right. ring. He's great. But in his second year, people wanted Dirk to go back to Europe and not come back because he's just kind of finding his way. Lucas come in and take this league over by storm. He's playing the perfect NBA game right now. It's about breaking down the defense and finding your shooters on the outside, and he's so good at that. The only thing that he can improve on is not getting inside his own head and not worried about the referees, not calling fouls or whatever. He kind of yaps a little bit to the refs, and that's the only complaint anyone has about him around here. And I I think when he learns or gets a little more confidence in his three-point shot to kind of take it at the end of games and not, you know, dish it off to anyone else, I think that's when he'll take that next step to being, well, he's still all pro. It's, it's, it's funny to say he'll take a next step. And it's funny to see that he's on the most improved player finalist list when he was really good his rookie year and he's, you know, all pro now. So right. it's it's, I think when he takes that next step, having more confidence in his shot to take that last shot and not being scared to fail, then he's going to be a really, really, really dominant player. He's, I mean, that scissor pass that he had the other day between the legs uh, was, it, it made, it tore my onions is what it did. It <laughs> tore my onions watching it on TV. Right. I got one minute, Donovan. Tell me what you thought of the stars. Uh, getting back into that series, blowing a late lead, but still winning the game, I thought was huge for their confidence. Oh, man, did they need that because we're so used to them getting scored on early and they can't play from behind because they're not a team that scores a lot of goals. But you want to talk about Luka? 
we have Heiskanen, and that is another young superstar that's developing right before our eyes, and they needed that so badly. And it's funny that they have to get it back going again tonight. It doesn't seem right. fair. It seems like they need a night or two to get over a game like that. But they're squarely in it, and I think a lot of people feel that if they get some confidence and start playing a little off, that those boys can win this series. Great uh, sport times down in uh, Dallas. Uh, Donovan, love you, brother. It's good seeing you. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast. We'll catch up again real soon. Stay healthy, bro. I'll be good. You too, Scotty, man. Good seeing you. Thank you. My man, Donovan uh, Mitchell from the ticket in Dallas. Uh, They got a big game tonight against the Flames again. They got to turn it around. Carver High knows that's no joke. There's all kinds of great hockey going. We got our eyes on it. The Canadians look fantastic today. The Avs stole that win 3-2 with the late goal over Arizona. I'm watching NBA right now. I'm losing weight. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Always a pleasure to get a uh, fan mail from the Black Hole, which I guess has now moved from uh, the East Bay to Sin City. I get a letter from the Black Hole today saying, Pharrell, what do you think? Raiders fans suing China over the handling of the COVID virus and not being able to go to games. I mean, this has got to be the dumbest thing I've seen in a while. Like, are you kidding me? Like, can you imagine like, the audacity of like, uh, what did they get together and play poker one night and have a, uh, you know, a 30 pack of natty light and smoke a couple bones. And then someone at the poker table said, Hey, what do you think if we had a class action suit and we sued China because we can't go to the new Allegiant stadium in Las Vegas to watch our beloved Raiders. So we'll sue China, the country, the communist country, China. Can you imagine like what court on the face of the earth, let alone the Supreme Court, that would ever listen to this frivolous lawsuit? (laughs) Like, can you imagine they should be suing the Raiders for leaving Oakland and screwing their fans or Los Angeles for screwing their fans? Uh, But now they're in Vegas screwing their fans as usual. The Raiders all about making money. And they don't care about you. You just think they care about you. They play like they care about you because John Gruden jumps into the black hole after games and runs up and down and high fives fans and takes pictures with black hole fans. Sue China. <laughs> what a bunch of moron. Can you imagine, like, who did that? Like, what, did you hire a lawyer? <laughs> did you give him a retainer? Did you put it out? Did you fork it out of your money? Did you front the money for the retainer for the lawyer to sue China? Do you think they speak Chinese? How do you think that's going to go over? Good luck getting that uh, case in court and winning that lawsuit. You're not going to any Raider games this year, you idiot. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.